Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined by a man who I know can't wait for Sunday. It's Captain Tiggs. And Sills, we are here. We are at the edge. We are at the precipice. We are at the last JWF Monday Night Ignition before Wrestlepalooza. That is right, Tibbs, and we've got one hell of a card set up for Wrestlepalooza. We've got the Fresh Blood Ladder Match. We've got Chuck Tibbs versus Robert Hill. We've got the Fight Boys in a triple threat. And then we have got Momoa Curry, a man who, let's be honest, we know don't have many Wrestlepalooza main events left in him, taking on the Jebeduk in a rematch from their classic Iron Man encounter from Crossing the Line 2019. Absolutely, Sills. This is just one of the many spectacular matches we've got on the card, and it's great to have one with such history behind it. This has been now two years in the making. We are here, and you're finally going to get to see who will win, Momoa Curry or the Jebedee. That's right, and for the first time in many months, we are proud to say Momoa Curry is here in the JWF Arena, and he is here to talk about this epic encounter this Sunday. So, Tibbs, we need to quit talking, because the god of the JWF is here, and it's time to let him speak. Two years ago, I came out to this ring, and I did exactly what I did just a few short weeks ago. I challenged the Jebeduk to a match at crossing the line. And the wrestling world went insane. The face of the JWF going toe to toe with the face of JXT. It was a once in a lifetime event and it took place over a grueling 15 minute Iron Man match. And in the last seconds of that match, I had two pins. And Jeb had two pins. So I mustered all of the godly energy I had and I speared him directly through his very soul. I laid down on that mat with all the confidence I've had my entire career. I lifted his leg and I pinned him to that mat and I smiled. Not only because I knew we had put on a match of the year contender, but because I knew I was about to get that well-deserved victory. But I didn't. With five seconds left on the clock, the referee's hand struck the mat. One, two, and then the Jebeduk shocked the world when he kicked out and left us with a draw and also leaving the JWF universe all wondering who truly is better. The god of the JWF, the man with the longest title reign of anyone in this company, or the Jebeduk. A man that defeated death itself, a man who made sure to conquer all of JXT's mountains before coming to this company, and to be honest, that's been a question that's been sitting in my mind for a while, too, because it takes a special caliber of performer to get speared down into this mat and kick out. It takes a special caliber of performer to look at Momoa Curry when he tells you to stay down and to respond with an emphatic no. 
So for the past year, I've taken little trips down to JXT, and I, I told them all it was to check up on my daughter, Val, but as I'm sure you've all seen, and you will certainly see at Wrestlepalooza, Val doesn't need her daddy holding her hand. No, I came to JXT to watch the Jebeduk. And what I saw was him lose. What I saw wasn't the man that faced me at crossing the line. And one day I finally asked him why. Why the hell he kept losing. I asked him where that fighting spirit was when we came face to face. And he looked at me and he simply said, winning gives you titles, losing gives you knowledge. And it sent a chill down my spine, which I'm sure you all know is not easy to do because you see, I realized when Jebeduk stepped in the ring and knew it mattered, when he knew a title was on the line, when he knew his legacy was on the line, he took all of that knowledge and viciously dispersed it to whoever he was in the ring with. Which is why I knew my path with the Jevaduk was destined to cross once again. You see, I want to see what all the Jebeduk knows this Sunday. I want him to know at Wrestlepalooza that will be your proving ground. That will be your legacy. Because the JWF universe needs an answer. They need a definitive answer. They need a three count. And this Sunday, the path of Momoa Curry and the Jebeduk will intersect one final time. Because I intend to give the JWF universe their answer. Well, Tibbs, looks like Momoa Curry coming to Wrestlepalooza with a point to prove who's better, the face of the JWF or the face of JXT. And you gotta wonder how the Jebedoks react into this whole thing. I'm not sure at all, Sills, especially after that promo by Momoa Curry. Momoa Curry, he doesn't come out, he doesn't speak about anybody like that. He, he has a very short list of people he respects. As much as you can tell, he respects the Jebeduk. And we can, that means, Sills, that Momoa Curry, he's going to be fighting just as much as if there was a title on the line. Because this is about honor. And this is about the better man between Momoa Curry and the Jebeduk. That's right, Tibbs. One of the amazing matches we've got coming up at Wrestlepalooza. Wait, hold, hold on a second, Tibbs. I'm being told there's, there's some commotion backstage in our parking lot area. What's going on? Uh, I'm not sure. Can we get a camera over there? What's happening? What, uh, Tibbs, that's, that's the Fight Boys. That's Blake Tanner. That's the Dylan. That's Scotty Moore. They are beating the hell out of each other. What's going on? I don't know, Sills. They, they weren't even supposed to be on tonight. We were going to show a video package. Let those three rest. It looks like they've come in and they've started an altercation on their own. Looks like they are not waiting for Wrestlepalooza. They are beating the hell out of each other. And look at this. Scotty Moore, Blake Tanner, one of the greatest tag teams in our company, teaming up on the Dillon. You know both of those men know who the big obstacle in their match this Sunday is, Tibbs. Absolutely, Sills. If I was, it might just be instinct for, for Blake Tanner and Scotty Moore. They were a tag team for so long, but you can see that they still work together just as fluid as ever. 
That's right, but wait a minute. Dylan with a big D trigger to Scotty. That big rising knee before picking up Blake on his shoulders. Fireman's Gary, could we see it? Could we see total destruction? But oh no, Blake Tanner raking the eyes of the Dylan before sending him into a big super kick from Scotty Moore. But who isn't done sending up a second super kick to Blake Tanner before... Wait, Tibbs, what the hell is Scotty Moore thinking now? He's just dragging Blake Tanner over to that car. I don't know, Sills. It could be Trent. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Sills. Is that Blake Tanner's car? That looks like it is Blake Tanner's. And, ooh, Scotty just sends him face first into the hood of his own car. Scotty more furious before, oh, turning around into a massive lariat from the Dylan who lays out Scotty. But, Tibbs, look at that. The Dylan going after Blake Tanner once again. You know that the technical spectacle has been waiting to, waiting to get his hands on Blake Tanner. Absolutely, Sills. Ever since Blake took his title from him, the Dylan has been on a tear trying to get it back. That is right. But, oh, look at that. Blake Tanner with a low blow. A maneuver that the Dylan used to employ quite a lot before. Oh, my God. Sending the Dylan skull first into that rear view mirror tip. That mirror just got broken in half. Absolutely, Sills. It doesn't matter whose car that is anymore right now. Looks like Blake Tanner, he was making good on one of his promises from a couple weeks ago. That is right, but wait a minute. Look behind Blake. That's Scotty Moore. That's Scotty Moore. Oh, my God. Was going for the super kick, but Blake Tanner dodging, and his foot just went straight through that window. It shattered glass around that leg. Absolutely, Sills. You got to think that much force impacting against Scotty Moore's leg. He, he, he could have torn a muscle. That's right. And oh my God, Blake following it up with a massive neck breaker. But you can see the leg still stuck in the window. That is, has got to be exacerbating some injuries to the leg of Scotty Moore. Absolutely, Sills. That is a precarious situation for Scotty. Yeah, but unfortunately, it looks like the captain's champion, Blake Tanner, is not done. Blake Tanner's not done. He's got the Dylan in his sights, and he's got him up. He's got him up. A beasting directly onto the hood of that car, but... Oh, no, Tibbs, what's Blake Tanner thinking now? What's Blake Tanner thinking now? He's got the Dylan up on the hood of that car. Oh, my God, Sills, he's just about... No, he's not. Oh my god, Blake jumping off the roof of the car before just hitting him with a massive Blake out, curb stomping the skull of the Dylan through that window. And Blake Tanner, the captain's champion, standing tall. And I think he just made an emphatic statement ahead of that triple threat. Absolutely, Sills. That was two weeks of pent up frustration coming out from Blake Tanner and showing us a little bit of the champion that we used to know. That's right, but like we were saying, Scotty Moore, Blake Tanner used to be phenomenal tag team champions together. Unlike our current tag team champions, Bananas in Pajamas, but for the longest time we thought, who could face them? They went against the former champions, the Rising Suns, dispatched with them. They went against the VWO, one of the greatest tag teams, if not the greatest tag team in our company, and kicked them out of the JWF for good. We had no idea who would take them down, but Hollywood Hulcher may have gave us an answer last week when he aligned himself with his old rival, Danny Roanoke, and apparently they're going to be taking on Bananas in Pajamas for the titles at Wrestlepalooza. 
And Sills, I couldn't tell you how happy I am to see this team up. Uh, Danny Roanoke, Hollywood Holcher, those two, they know each other so well, not only because of their past, but because of that best of seven series that both of them grueled their way through last year. They're, they're, they must have a chemistry that you don't see in many other tag teams. And I think, Sills, that that's going to work to their advantage. That is right, but someone who's going to need a lot of advantages going into their match this Sunday is Val Curry, the woman who will be fighting against the JXT Women's Champion for the opportunity to call herself the first ever JWF Women's Champion, Tibbs. But we know Val Curry, she is not going into that match fresh. Absolutely, Sills. Uh Lucretia Pendragon a few weeks ago attacked Val Curry. They had a match last week where Lucretia was targeting the back of Val Curry. And you can tell that it is still giving her some problems. It is still sore. And, and it's going to take time to heal. And I don't know if she's going to have that time before Wrestlepalooza. That's right, but for the first time here in the JWF, Val Curry has arrived and she's ready to speak about her path to the crown this Sunday at Wrestlepalooza. Let's hear what Val has to say. Ever since stepping into the Exploration Chamber and surviving five of the greatest female talents the world has to offer, I've been getting nothing but texts, calls, DMs with the exact same message. Val! Val, you did it! You're going on to Wrestlepalooza! You're going to fight to become the first ever JWF Women's Champion! You've got to be excited! And I wasn't. Then last week, I went face to face with a woman I've never defeated. Lucretia Pendragon. I beat her. And I got those same texts and messages telling me how to feel. Telling me how excited I should be for my match at Wrestlepalooza. Telling me how I should be feeling in this moment. Hell, even one of my old trainers came out last week and told me to focus on this moment. Focus on the fact that I'm making history. But to be honest with you, I'm not excited. I don't care that I'm making history. Because my expectations have been tempered ever since I debuted in this company. You see, I've gotten these kinds of opportunities before, and I've gotten those texts before. Then when I stepped into this ring without fail, something would happen and my shoulders would get pinned to the mat. One, two, three. And I'd wake up to different messages. Messages saying things like, you'll get him next time, kid, or you deserve that title. But there was one man, one man, who'd send a different message every single time. You might know him as the longest reigning champion in the history of JWF, Momoa Curry. Which, believe me, definitely no pressure at all with him being my dad. <laughs> but every time I got one of those opportunities, he'd message me with one thing. Fight. That was it. Just fight. But when I stepped into the ring, all of those other messages would flood into my head. I'd remember what I was fighting for and I'd lose control and victory would slip through my fingers like sand into the earth below. So this Sunday, I don't give a damn that the biggest prize in the business is on the line, and I damn sure don't care who I'm standing toe-to-toe -to -toe against. All that matters is that I am the baddest wrestler in this company, and I'm coming to Wrestlepalooza to do exactly what I've always been taught to do. Fight! 
Well, Tibbs, looks like Val Curry, she's not coming this Sunday to win a championship. She's not coming to make history. Val Curry's coming this Sunday to do one thing and one thing only. That's fight. Now that is a great headspace to be in, Sills. Because if you think about anything else, if you think that the championship is on the line, if you think that some historical achievement is on the line, that is going to make you choke more than anything. I can tell you, Sills. But go, go in. Know that you're going to be in for a fight, and then fight like your life depends on it. And that is what Val Curry's going to do. That's right, and one person who's certainly going to be fighting for their life this Sunday is the man known as Funky Flossy, seeking revenge against the man known as the Nightmare Ghazi. I mean, Tibbs, let's not forget the Nightmare was the man who broke Funky Flossy's arm, took him out of a very high-profile match last year at Crossing the Line. And then this year, Funky Flossy, he was announced for the Fresh Blood Ladder match. He was one of the big names, but Ghazi took exception to that, beat him down, which means this Sunday those two men are fighting for the opportunity to enter the Fresh Blood Ladder match. Exactly, Sills. What what better way to get Wrestlepalooza started than by a match that's got real stakes later in the night? Uh, uh, what better way to show just how capable you are as a fresh-blooded superstar in the JWF as a wrestler of the highest caliber than winning a match and then going on to try to win another one? That's right, the Fresh Blood Ladder match. I mean, that's not just a victory, Tibbs. You also become the number one contender to the JWF Championship. That is a big match. But we, of course, know Ozzy and Funky, they've not made it easy on each other going into this match this Sunday, which is why Funky Flossie's backstage with one of our top interviewers to discuss just what it's going to be like to face the Nightmare. Hello, everybody. Honey Potts McBig Camera here with the man Funky Flossie. The man who is set to face off against Ghazi this Sunday in a brutal match to determine which of them will enter Captain Tibbs's fresh blood ladder match. Now, Funky, the nightmare is no easy task. How do you plan on fighting both him and coming out victorious in that ladder match later in Wrestlepalooza? All right, look, it's all one step at the time, honeypot. One step at the time and while I'd love to sit here and tell you about how great it'd be to climb that ladder, grab that briefcase and become the number one contender to the JWF championship, I'd rather tell you about six months ago. Six months ago when I got the biggest opportunity of my career to team with Hollywood Hulcher, the VWO, to lead the charge for Team JWF at crossing the line. You see, Captain Tibbs could have put anybody in my spot. Momoa Curry, his own son, Chuck, anybody could have been there. But instead, he had faith in me to fight alongside those men in that war. And that meant the world to me. But instead, Ghazi assaulted me with a steel pipe, dragged me out to the ring, and snapped my arm like it was a twig. And ever since then, I've been looking down at this arm right here, knowing I was one lucky break away from having it broken in two and never being able to wrestle ever again. Knowing my career in this business that I love would be over because of Ghazi. And I tried to ignore it. I, I moved forward. I beat Ghazi's old boss, Scotty Moore, in an Extreme Rules match. I wrestled in my first ever ex expiration chamber match. My career was skyrocketing. 
And then Captain Tibbs came to me once again with an opportunity to fight in the Fresh Blood ladder match. And once again, Gazi's trying to take an opportunity away from me. He's trying to get away with the same shit he did last year. So this Sunday, my Wrestlepalooza moment ain't going to be climbing that ladder and grabbing that briefcase. No, no, no. My Wrestlepalooza moment is going to come when I show Gazi the months of pent-up anger and pain that he caused me when I take my boot and crush it into his skull over and over again. When I show Gazi what a nightmare really is. Well, Tibbs, if I was Gazi backstage right now, I might be rethinking my choices heading into this year's Wrestlepalooza. What do you think? That is very true, Sills. Funky Flossie, he is locked in and he is ready to fight. And who knows what that's, what that's going to spell for Gazi at Wrestlepalooza. Gazi's going to come back, have to come back just as hard to even stand a chance. That is right, Tibbs, but let's not forget that's three matches, team matches for the rest of the people in that Fresh Blood ladder match because not only do they have to win that match, they then will in the future have to defeat the winner of the main event, Chuck Tibbs, Robert Hill, JWF Championship on the line. And Tibbs, Chuck has had a phenomenal reign as champion, but let's not forget he is still going against the unpinned and unsubmitted King of the Hill. We've said it before, Sills. This is going to be the ultimate test of Chuck Tibbs as a champion. My son, he is going to have his work cut out for him. But I think Robert Hill, he's going to have his own work cut out for him because he has not faced the new Chuck Tibbs. The Chuck Tibbs that has revitalized himself and his career over the last few months. That's right. I mean, let's not forget he's faced off against the old Chuck Tibbs. They went toe-to-toe -to -toe in a steel cage match. I mean, earlier, I think it was last week, you were talking about the fact that the only way to beat Robert Hill is seemed to be countouts. It seemed to be escaping cages. Well, the only person who's ever managed to get one over on him has, in fact, been Chuck Tibbs. But, hey, don't let me speak for him. He's in our ring right now. So why don't we hear what the champion has to say ahead of Wrestlepalooza? This Sunday, I don't step into the most devastating structure ever known to JWF history, heck in a sec. I don't step into a match where I have to toss 29 other men over the top rope to claim victory. I don't step into a match where I have to face five other men with flesh-ripping steel surrounding us on all sides. And yet... What I face this Sunday feels more terrifying than any of those matches combined. What I face this Sunday is a beast of a man, which I know is an overused term here in the world of professional wrestling, but when Robert Hill is involved, it is more than correct. He is an inhuman there is no way to describe the destruction that Robert Hill can wreak. Ever since arriving in this company, he ran through this place carving a path of destruction in his wake. At the Regal Rumble, it came down to him and Momoa Curry. Momoa Curry, the measuring stick of this company. And Robert Hill took Momoa Curry and flung him over the top rope after dropping him on his skull. And believe me, 
After seeing that, I'm not taking what I'm going up against this Sunday lightly. But, what a lot of people seem to forget is that I have faced Robert Hill before. I was locked inside of a steel cage, metal shards surrounding us on all sides, and I stared into the eyes of Robert Hill. And they say the eyes there, the windows to the soul. But if that's the case, then, Robert's Hill's, then Robert Hill's soul is comprised of nothing but fire and brimstone of destruction and pain. And despite me seeing all that in his eyes, I still fought and I won. You know, Robert Hill, he may not ever be pinned or submitted, but I know that he can be beaten. I have proven that more than once. I've beaten him by count out at crossing the line. I've beaten him by escaping that cage. And it's Sunday. I'm going to prove once again that Robert Hill can be defeated. Oh, Tibbs, listen to that. The music of Robert Hill himself and the King of the Hills heading out to the ring. And he does not look happy with what your boy's been saying. Not at all, Sills. He's got a mic, too. It looks like he's ready to respond. And this Sunday, I'm gonna prove that that title is mine! Oh, Tibbs, from out of nowhere, Robert's got Chuck! He's going for the gaslighter! He's going for the gaslighter! But, ooh, Chuck immediately takes him down and turns it into the D.D. Tibbs! An emphatic display from Chuck Tibbs just dropping Robert Hill on his skull! And I think your son just made an emphatic statement ahead of his match this Sunday at Wrestlepalooza. What a move, Sills. You see, he was able to slip right past Robert Hill. Robert Hill was enraged. He was incensed. And it looks like Chuck used that to his advantage. And this is nothing but a statement. And this is <laughs> this is going to have Robert Hill off kilter for Wrestlepalooza. That's right, Tibbs, but that's not our only match. We've got that triple threat with the Fight Boys. We've got Bananas in Pajamas versus Danny Roanoke and Hollywood Hulcher. we got Jebedook versus Momoa Curry. Val Curry fights to become the first ever JWF Women's Champion. It is going to be a hell of a show this Sunday at Wrestlepalooza. You better believe it, Sills. It is going to be a big blowout, a way that we end the wrestling year in style. That's right, and also make sure to tune into JXT Florida Mania, which is going to be happening this Saturday as well on the Fight Boys YouTube channel, because Tibbs, let's not forget the opponent of Val Curry, Kat Viva, is going to be fighting for her title against the woman known as the Debbie Duck. And if the Debbie Duck can manage to defeat Kat, that means the whole landscape of that title match for Val Curry changes in an instant. Oh yes, Sills, and you know Val Curry's gonna be paying close attention to that match. So I suggest that you follow in her footsteps and do the same and watch Florida Mania. That's really what they named it, huh? That is right, Tibbs, but until Wrestlepalooza, remember to support us at JWF on Patreon.com slash a load of BS or to pick up merchandise at merch.aloadofpurebs.com for your favorite superstars. Absolutely, Sills. 
Make sure to support your favorite wrestlers right before Wrestlepalooza and give them a little bit extra for this kind and giving time of year. That's right, but until Wrestlepalooza, he's been Captain Tibbs, I've been Silver Spoon, and this has been JWF Monday Night Ignition, and we will see you next time.